Hi, I'm McKenna, and welcome to Fight for the Family, a podcast where we acknowledge Satan and his attacks and use God-given principles and gospel-centered strategies to defend, protect, and strengthen our families. Let's get to work. Hello, hello. Today, we are talking about being happy. <laughs> um, I feel like for most people, the end of a year causes you to reflect. Maybe you had some goals you were working on. Maybe you forgot about some of them. <laughs> Maybe you rocked some of them. Um, but it feels like a more natural point to reflect on the year, what's happened to you, um, where you've grown, things you did, things you didn't do, and just kind of how you feel about your life, right? And as we go into a new year, I have thoughts about that. <laughs> um, it's really easy to fall into the trap of setting so many New Year's goals that we end up really not accomplishing anything that we wanted to because we get so overwhelmed. I spent years and years and years doing this very thing. Um, you know, my goals were like, read my scriptures for 30 minutes and work out every day and drink all the water and run a long race and learn how to crochet and write like these really big ideal goals, which of course they're ideal and that's wonderful, but I wasn't doing any of those things, not even a little bit. And so jumping from zero to a hundred set myself up for failure year after year after year. I'd get like three weeks into the year and be like, this is impossible. So I'm just going to stop. And it wasn't until I had my second baby and I got my life figured out, um, which from other episodes you've heard me mention, right? I found myself at my lowest and I started coaching and that totally changed my life around. And, um, I started hitting all those goals I hadn't done before. But what I learned was to break them down and to start with smaller goals that were more realistic. And then I had wins and success. And then as I built on the little goals, the, they got bigger and bigger as I built on them. Right. So I'd start with reading a verse a day, literally a verse. Okay. And then I build on that. And now I do read 30 minutes a day, most days, not every day, but on the days I don't, I don't feel bad about it. I read a verse or as many as I can. And I still feel great about it because I was still in the scriptures. Right. So instead of feeling like I failed and abandoning my goals, I've learned to um, have bite-sized versions of them or to keep my goals more realistic and to build on them and my habits and see them more as a lifestyle instead of just these goals I'm trying to hit. Right. Um, so it's really tempting to make those really big goals that are so far away that you're probably going to fail. Okay. I don't want you to do that this year. <laughs> and if you do want to talk to me more about specific goals, I'm so happy to do that. And maybe I'll do an episode on that. But today I just want to talk about kind of the overarching theme of happiness and how to make goals in the new year that will actually lead to you being happy. Okay. Um, because that's what we are meant to do, right? We are meant to have joy and goals are good. Um, we, I'm going to butcher it, but President Uchtdorf said something once that was basically like, we need to learn to be content where we are, but also to always be growing, right? We are beings of eternal progression. We are literally never going to stop growing and becoming and, um, it's like doing new things. 
So goals are good. And it's always so good to like see the areas that you want to improve in or need to improve in and to work on them. So that is goals are not bad, but how you set them up is really crucial to your happiness. (laughs) I don't want you to hate your new year's goals or to abandon them. They want you to have a realistic expectation and I want you to have the right goals, right? Um, you know, I used to have the goals of like lose 20 pounds. And while I may have lost 20 pounds that year, um, focusing on that isn't really the helpful thing. The more helpful goal would be to go on a walk every day, eat more vegetables and drink more water. Right. And then those will lead me to healthier habits, which will lead me to that end goal. But if you just focus on those types of goals like that, it doesn't usually lead you where you want to go. Sorry, I'm kind of getting off topic. Um, Basically, I want you to set yourself up for success when it comes to New Year's goals and to pick things that actually will make you happy. Okay, so um, I don't want to say into ruin New Year's goals for you. That's really what it is. I want you to be able to pick the goals that will actually make you happy. Um, Because at the root of all of our goals is that we want to be happier or more joyful in something or to feel good in something, right? Um, And we all have goals and some make us happier than others. Um, But sometimes we forget what leads us to that real happiness. And so I'm hopeful that this discussion will help you plan for the new year in a way that will help you lead to true happiness and that the spirit can guide you in what those goals need to be, okay? Um, So I'm taking... Most of my content from a talk from this last, um, so the October 2023 Adrenal Conference of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And it's called Hallmarks of Happiness by Elder Sabin. Okay? Fantastic talk. Um, He basically pulls out five principles. I think he really labels it as four, but it's really five. (laughs) Um essential principles for true happiness. Okay. So I'm going to go through them and kind of just share my thoughts on them. Um, but keep in mind, we're looking at this from the frame of setting goals in the new year. Okay. So the very first principle he shares is building upon a foundation of Christ. Um, and his goal here is to emphasize how, when our life is built on Christ, we are more prepared for challenges. Okay. So when our life's built on Christ, that means that we spend time with him, we know him, we learn how to be more like him, Um, we have faith in the bigger picture, in his ability to heal and help us, we know what our purpose is, right? We have like just this more solid foundation of who we are and what the world is and what we're doing here. And so when challenges come, because they will... They always do. We are not exempt from any type of challenges. That it doesn't rock us to a a deep and dark place, right? And it doesn't mean that you have to be happy all of the time, okay? Please don't take that from this. Um, True happiness isn't being happy and smiley and rainbows all the time, right? We'll have all the feelings, but that's, that's true joy is being able to experience this human experience and, and find that deep joy, even if things are hard. And so building on that foundation of Christ and having that as the center of all we do, um, will give us something to land on and to hold on to when life gets hard. 
Um, when you don't have that, <clears throat> you're floundering, right? And you're going to just grab whatever you can and nothing else besides our Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ are actually solid, right? Everything else is temporal and finicky and unreliable, but they are not. So that's the first one, building on a foundation of Christ. The second one is to remember that we are children of God. Um, and this helps us view life as purposeful. Um, he gives a story about a man on an airplane that had a tattoo on the back of his head. There was a number and he asked the gentleman about it. And he said that it was like, it was part of who he was. It was, um, it was like a member of a gang and it was the gang and the tattoo was wrong. Like the guy said a different number than the tattoo was. And, um, he just talked about how it was sad that, you know, this was someone's child who just wanted to belong and it had led him to being part of this gang. Um, and we all want to belong. We have this God given drive for connecting and belonging and being together. And when we don't know or remember that we are children of God, um, we will go looking for that other places that don't always lead to our happiness. And, um, so when we do know and remember that we are children of God, it gives us more solid ground and more um, an understanding of who we are and what we're capable of. And we are able to have real purpose. Um, I honestly can't imagine going through life not knowing about the gospel and not knowing that I come from God. And that I get to go back to God and that um, there's more than this life. And thinking that this life is it and that you're just some aimless cells floating in the universe that happen to land here, I would not be happy. <laughs> so that doctrine of being children of God really is so grounding and gives you that sense of purpose that makes life joyful, that can give you... Um, that happiness that comes from knowing why you're here and why anything matters. Um, the third one is to remember the worth of a soul. His main purpose, his main lesson here is to know that we never regret being kind. Um, it can be easy to not be kind. <laughs> People aren't naturally very kind anymore. I feel like, um, and, that's really sad, right? And I feel like partly because we're so disconnected in the virtual world and we don't really like look at people anymore, um, it's easy to just brush people off or to be rude or to expect more. Um, and oh, also like because we're so virtual, people say things, you're not saying it to someone's face, right? So it's easier to say things that are just rude, you wouldn't really say that if that person was standing in front of you, but because it's the computer in front of you and you forget there's a person, it's really easy to be mean. The world we live in is really easy to be mean. Um, but, uh, so he shares this, that, uh, he says in God's eyes, kindness is synonymous with greatness. Um, part of being kind is being forgiving and non-judgmental. I don't know about you, but whenever someone is kind to me, especially when they could have not been, I know I feel happier <laughs> and I'm grateful. And I know that I always feel better when I am more kind, especially when 
I maybe had a reason to not be. But just like he said, you will never regret being kind. And kindness really does lead to happiness. And being rude or mean or grumpy or resentful or vengeful only leads you to bad feelings. Um, So being kind. Remember that every soul has worth no matter who they are um, or what they've done. Okay. Then he talks about maintaining an eternal perspective. And I thought this was so fun. It went right along with President Nelson's talk about think celestial, right? It's so easy to get caught up in like the petty and nitty gritty of this world, (laughs) right? We get overwhelmed or we think that argument about something not important really is important or what people think of us is important or whatever, right? But when we remember, and these all tie together, which is so cool, right? Remember why we're here, what our purpose is, who we are, then all that stuff really doesn't matter. And you are automatically kinder. I just realized saying this out loud. When you have that eternal perspective, right? Because you you have a better sense of what really matters, what's really worth fighting for, what um, is tiny in comparison to eternity and the universe. And right. But it's so easy to get caught up in the here and now and in our tiny little vision of the world, especially when we don't understand everything. But when you think celestial and you have an eternal perspective, you're able to see the bigger picture. And that to me is really calming. And then I get to pick and choose more what I make a fuss about and have more peace, which is joyful and happy, right? And then he also talks about being grateful. And he um, he shared a story in here about his daughter and more on the eternal perspective thing. She had surgery and it was a really risky surgery with her lungs. And she said, tomorrow I will wake up with new lungs or I'll wake up in a better place. Either way will be great. And how that just taught him such a wonderful lesson about an eternal perspective, right? She wasn't so scared because she knew that there was something after this that was better than this. So either way it was going to be fine. And that was just amazing. Um, And then he says, um, I have thanked Heavenly Father morning and night for my ability to breathe ever since that day. We are surrounded by innumerable blessings that we can easily take for granted if we are not mindful. Conversely, when nothing is expected and everything is appreciated, life becomes magical. And I absolutely loved that. Um, I did a whole podcast episode on gratitude back in November. I'm a big supporter of gratitude. Um, being grateful really does change everything. Um, right? Like we see what we focus on. And so when you're focusing on the good and the things that we have and the things that, I don't know, just make life life or the little miracles and tender mercies that God gave us that day, there's so much joy to be found there. Um, it really does become magical and we're able to see God in a way that is, um, not lots of people ignore and that, that can bring us a lot of happiness. Um, so I hope somewhere in there, the spirit led you to some sort of goal that goes along with some of those in a way that can bring you more happiness. Um, just to go over them, you should really go read the talk, but building foundation of Christ, 
remembering we are children of God, remembering the worth of a soul, maintaining it in eternal perspective and practicing gratitude. That is what will really make us happy. So have goals that help you do those things, right? And remembering that we're a child of God and having eternal perspective totally support us taking care of our body and exercising because guess what? Our body comes with us <laughs> into the eternities because we're ch- children of God and God made us, right? See how that works? Um, building upon a foundation of Christ, right? Goes along with scripture study and volunteering and serving, um, reading and learning, um, remembering the worth of a soul and being kind, right? There's so many things that go with that and just um, learning how to serve and um, seeing other people um, and being more present with your family and seeing your family as worthy souls, right? So really find goals that plug into these principles and you will have more happiness in the year coming. Um, there are so many different things that we can spend our time and energy on. Um, we only have one life. We only have today. We only, we, we don't know how long we get to be here. And when we're done, it's going to feel like it was a blink, which is just so mind boggling to even think about. But I want to spend my time doing things that matter. And I know that the Holy Ghost can guide you to what those things need to be for this coming year. Um, you deserve to be happy. God wants you to be happy. Satan doesn't want you to be happy. So don't get distracted with the goals that don't really mean things or that won't really get you happy. And what's cool is they could be the same goals, but but if you tweak them and have a different motivation, it will be a totally different thing, right? Like the pounds goal I used earlier, right? I am not going to stop working out but my motivation has changed for that. And so I'm actually more consistent at it (laughs) than I used to be. Right. So really is just having more of that eternal perspective and that motivation switch to make it joyful and meaningful and to have those things that matter. So let the spirit guide you for your goals so you can focus on the things that will make you happiest in the new year, because God made us to have joy and you and your family deserve to be happy no matter what life brings your way in 2024. Well, friends, I can't thank you enough for taking a few moments to spend in the ring with me today. If you found this podcast helpful, I would so appreciate if you reviewed it, shared it with some friends, took a picture and tagged me on your stories. I really believe that every family is worth fighting for. And so if you would help me spread the word, that would be so appreciated. Um, Hope you have a wonderful day. See you next week. And remember that your family is worth fighting for.